welcome, 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 listeners. You are here with your host. It's Mr. Budget Pearl Chap. This is another one in these uh, these interview things. Um, and you're here with uh, Mr. Anjay, is it? Anjay, that's the Anjay, one. Anjay, yes. Pronounced it correct. Yeah, you... <laughs> not, not like Joe got the other day, Anjay or something. <laughs> yes, it's, it's close, isn't it? I mean, it's not it's not the first time and not the last time that I will absolutely butcher someone's name. Um, <laughs> Uh, so you are you are from the Dave Rage uh, Instagram channel. That's me. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I, I never never knew how to pronounce it. If it was Dave Ridge or Dave Rage, no, it's, it's definitely Dave Rage. It's, Dave uh, it's Rage. been the average for a long time, as people can mis- misread it. But then I realised <laughs> if I capitalised the R, it looked more like Dave Rage. Dave it took Rage. Me Ten years to figure that one out. <laughs> there you go. So Dave Just Rage. Capitalise one letter. Um, so yeah. Um, you're you're from like a a very similar kind of YouTube and uh, Instagram kind of path of, uh, uh, as myself as well, aren't you? Uh, we are officially rivals, yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, rivals, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, so that's it. So why does your channel suck? <laughs> well, same reason yours does. Boom. <laughs> Budget. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, we we got together basically because we. Uh, we do a very similar shtick uh, in the fact that we we both have a, a, a kind of a soft spot for um, for the the cheaper end of the market, don't we? Yep, absolutely. Um, the affordable end of the market. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about this on the podcast quite a lot, um, and we we were just having a little bit of a chat um, before before this uh, cast started as well that. Um, like back in the day, cheap guitars used to mean cheap guitars. Um, oh yeah, and you'd get those and pedals. God dear, some of the some of the distortion pedals I had as a kid. God dearie me, sound like bees in a tin can. Exactly. Yes, some people are chasing that tone these days, aren't they? With the uh... oh, the, the DOD grunge has made a comeback. I noticed the other day. Old Fluff was was showing one of those off the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing one of those way, way back when and thinking, man, that sounds meaty. And then listening to it a couple of years ago and going, oh, my ears lied to me. They lied. You're playing, it, you're playing it through like a six-inch speaker on a, a 20-quid amp or something at the time, yeah. which didn't have a second channel, so you threw anything through it and it sounded better than the standard sound. So. Well, that's it, yeah. It's, yeah, it sounds better than than the uh, what they they would deem the drive channel and was actually it just sounded like the speaker was crapping out. Uh, but well, not it makes way. me nostalgic for my old Watson amp, my first ever amp. Oh dear, Shit, happy man. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, my my first ever one weren't a bad one actually. It was a um, uh, Frontman fifteen. Uh, 15- R, I think it was, or either like a ten R, yeah, the old, the old fenders, yeah. yeah, yeah. The clean channel was amazing, and the drive channel, it was there. It was there. Yeah. yeah. I think my my, I went from, if I remember correctly, I went from that that blew up because I tried to put an extension cab on it, and I ended up getting a hundred watt Carlsberg all valve second hand amp that was. 
I mean, at least 100 watts at university in my in the house we had at university. It was so loud that CD players would jump in rooms in other parts of the house. Um, and that was my second amp, and I had to get rid of that when I moved house again and ended up with a little old um, Marshall something. God knows. Yeah. Something cheap and cheerful that, that, that made sound. <laughs> that, yeah, it's, it's often the compromise, isn't it? It's often a compromise. So, uh, so let's let's uh, let's kind of get into this uh, into this formally then. So, um, do you want to introduce your your wares, your channels, and your and 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 what what you're uh, what you're here for essentially? So, um, I as we know now, I'm Anjo. Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter is my other little home of, of choice uh, as Dave Rage. I'm also available on the internet as yet another review site, uh, which you'll also find my YouTube channel attached to. And yeah, yeah. I, I am currently enjoying reviewing guitars and amps, little amps, cheap budget pep battery powered amps <laughs> and pedals and the like and i'm i'm here because because we have kind of as you say we got together over the love of cheap affordable and weirdly boutique custom-made pedals <laughs> yeah um yeah. and thought <laughs> nothing in between one end of the spectrum to the other yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. nothing in between that's it uh, i have upgraded now to a moon over donna recently oh. um but uh and also because we wanted to have a little chat about maybe doing something fun with with our listeners exactly yeah uh we were talking a little collab um thing which we will we'll get into some of the uh the details a little bit later on um but definitely uh definitely some exciting stuff um so you mentioned you've got the uh the instagram and the twitter um and then the 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 youtube and the, the from what i get the instagram very much feeds into the uh feeds into the youtube channel where you kind of get sneak peeks and and some kind of behind the scenesy stuff on the Instagram, and then the YouTube is the the full blown. Um, yeah, full so blown I, try, I try and sort of try try on YouTube at least every week. So reviews or tutorials or me ranting about things, and then Instagram's more of a daily just talking to people and getting ideas like the one the other day of trying to find out what people want me to review next from Harley Benton or Toman. Um, and the reason behind it is my Twitter account's actually much, much bigger, mm-hmm. but it is based on my day job, which isn't guitars. So it's, it's a kind of a hard thing to blend what I've spent the last five years building on Twitter into something converting over to guitar rather than video games and things. So it was kind of a, I, I thought I'd just leave Twitter for that and then head over to Instagram because I found Instagram much more engaging with people. There's much less kind of faffing around and griefing and it's just people who are interested in interesting things, chatting and getting on with it. And then YouTube is just a really good way to get more than one minute of video out there. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, I mean that's that's kind of what drew me to Instagram as well was um the kind of the ethos behind uh behind people who are on Instagram and it's it's a it's a really visual medium uh, mm. and it's short and snappy as well uh so you can you can send out that, those kind of daily little fixes 
uh, yeah, just stuff. five minutes of sat there playing on your guitar and just throw throw a thirty second clip up of of a pedal you got that morning. You just plugged in for a few seconds with the with the iPhone camera giving you the lovely or my Android camera giving that really lovely crackly microphone that that only uh, only Instagrammers can appreciate just how much bass you lose from those. <laughs> yeah, you're very much so. You're very much so. But then, like, I mean, the, conversely, the people who are watching it are watching on a phone mostly yeah. where the bass response is going to be crap anyway. <laughs> so it, it, it translates quite well and it's, it's, it's nice and quick and um, yeah, that kind of instant, instant stuff. Um, and yeah, the, uh, the, the feedback you get from, from Instagram, um, from the, the kind of community on Instagram is a, is a much, uh, much friendlier place than say, for example, Facebook can be. Oh yeah, so some of the some of the groups on on Facebook, God oh, dear, I, you, you kind of you just look at it going. If you've got nothing nice to say, just shut the hell up because there's so much hate on there. Yeah, you go out there, you go on there with a question, and people just just sort of go on at you about, oh, you know, you're really stupid. You should know this. And some kid who's been playing guitar for twelve minutes and's gone, I can't tune it. What do I do? And they're going, well, buy a tuner and do something. Oh no, just help the kid. You know, don't yeah, yeah. don't just sort of diss him because he doesn't know. <laughs> Whereas yeah. on Instagram, it's a lot easier, I think. And I think you can be more honest on Instagram because um, on Twitter and things like that, you're anonymous. Whereas on Instagram, it's it's quite obvious it's you. If, you, if I'm sat, you know, in, in, in my jeans playing the guitar, you can see it's me playing the guitar. It's not a recording. Yeah. Whereas I think on Twitter, you can say, or on Facebook, you can say whatever you want. And no one really challenges you with it. But if it's actually a video of you doing something, you can't be challenged on it. So, yeah, you, it's, yeah it's, you're, you're putting yourself out there, aren't you? Um, but yeah, for 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 the, uh, the the drawbacks of Instagram, YouTube kind of steps in as well, so you can get those yeah. those longer, more in depth videos. Uh, and I've, I've followed a, a very similar similar path with that. Um, so, what what um, what's been going on in your YouTube recently? You mentioned that you've got uh, you you had a poll up um, earlier this week, actually. Um, mm. And I actually, I, I threw my hat into that one as well. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember which one you voted for now, actually. I think you voted for the, the, the red one, didn't you? The, the one with the P90s. Yes, yeah. The, yeah, kind of uh, Jim Adkins style um, telly, telly yeah, thin line yeah, telly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah my, so my friend had one. That, it was very, very nice. Yeah, no, I, I was interested in that because the, um, so one of the, guitars like the budget end of the guitars that i'm able to get a hold of occasionally atonement uh, the, the harley bentons yeah i mean you reviewed the telecaster not, not long ago and um i will get one every now and again to review and i thought well let's just see what people are interested in so there are three that i have my on so i'm really interested because our friend joe hello sailor just had his p90 and his telecaster i was really wanted a p90 yeah and they don't have many in stock and uh, I had sort of this Jazzmaster style one that I could get. Then there was that thin line telly, which is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and then there's like this BB uh, King style Lucille type guitar. And I, I like all three. I thought I I'll just ask what people want to see because it's them who's going to watch it. And yeah. 
and they all went for the Lucille. They, they went for the yeah. Um, they they like steered a, away from the P ninety five. Yeah, uh, I kind of started going, damn it. Yeah. but ah. actually at the same time, I'm a huge BB King fan, so I, was, I really wanted to try that as well. So that's that's kind of the next thing I'm trying to do is is, is get a hold of that and have have a little play with it. Yeah, reviewing guitars is quite tough though because you have to you have to spend a bit of time with them, and there's not you're not allowed to do much to them. If you're borrowing it, you can't faff with it too much. You're allowed to, they yeah. usually say, yeah, you can, you can do the truss rod and you can do the action yeah. and change strings, yeah. but that's it. Tweak. So yeah. things like, yeah, polishing the frets that you, I, I mean, I don't know about the one you try, but Harley Benson's are the dirtiest guitars I've ever played. The, <laughs> your hands are black after the first 10. So they, they can be beautiful when they're set up, but my God, they need a good scrub down when you get them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that leads on to um, one of the videos that you did this week as well um, mm. about kind of where you feel the the Harley Bentons sit within uh, within the market and and who they're aimed at as well. And I, I thought that was a really interesting video. Yeah, there's this, this sort of view that cheap means beginner, and you know, I've, I've got a I've got a student. So I only I have one guitar student, and he's got a very cheap kind of three quarter size guitar for a kid, and I know why he's got it. I know yeah. why his parents bought it for him. But it is the hardest guitar in the world to play because it's not set up, and it's one when it's. I'm going to take it back at some point and set it up properly. But it was affordable, and they didn't want to spend too much money on a hobby that he might not get into. Yeah. But the problem is that you can see him getting so frustrated because he can't press the strings down because it actually yeah, yeah. is sort of like two centimetres at one end. Um, and I think this is the problem where you kind of go, oh, Harley Benton's, they're really cheap, they're just for beginners. But they, they aren't because they're, they're difficult to play if you get one that's not had real care and attention at the QA end. And mm-hmm. I think this this whole thing of it's for people who actually just want to try different sounds out. So I, I do a lot of recording. I've got a Stratocaster from them because I wanted a Strat sound. Yeah. I've got a bass from them because I needed a bass. Um, and it's kind of really good for that. Rather than spending 500 quid on a real Strat, I can get the sound of a Strat. But I have to set it up. Those at the beginning, you just don't know how to do that. Even just changing actions hard. So yeah, they, they aren't really a that you guys i think i personally think they're aimed at guys who have got a bit of experience who've got some nice guitars and actually don't want to smash them up or don't want to spend more money on stuff just because they need a strat sound or they need a telecaster sound or whatever it's yeah it's, i think it sits there and as a kind of a almost a starting point for modification jobs absolutely you, know, you, get, you, get, you get one of those I, I've got a lovely Telecaster and I'm terrified to, to modify it because my wife got it for my 40th birthday. It sounds really good. If I mess with it, I'm going to kill it. Whereas <laughs> a 70 quid version from, from Towen, from Harley Benton, yeah. I don't mind getting a scratch or seven on that and digging into the, into the electrics a bit and messing around with it. Yeah, it, it works as a good uh, as a good modding platform and a good a good way to kind of learn some of those things. Uh, if you were a guitarist who's um, who's been playing a couple of years but have been scared to to adjust a truss rod because you hear these horror stories mm. that you will break the neck, <laughs> twang, <laughs> um, or like don't want to adjust the action. If it's a seventy pound guitar, um, you're feeling slightly less uh, less apprehensive about that. Um, but like like you say yeah. as well, oh. once they're set. Um, set right as well. They're not. They're not bad instruments at all. 
No, you can get. I mean, I said stand down the neck and do some tweaks on it, and they, they always. I think they they play really nicely. Mm. And the other thing with them is that I, I made a mistake when I reviewed the first my first my first Harley Benton was a, a Telecaster T fifty two, and I kind of made a mistake of saying I didn't think it was a gigging guitar. And I had a few people come back at me and say, actually, it's perfectly for gigging because when you drop it on stage, you don't shed a tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> Whereas when you drop your your two grand, I, I was watching X Factor the other night and they got some kid playing, I was a kid, it's some guy who, he's got this Gibson, again, ES335, whatever it is. And it's a two and a half thousand pound guitar and he yeah. swings it around his back, the headstock smacking off the floor. I'm looking at him going, have some respect. Just have some respect for that guitar. Yeah. It's not yours. They've given it to you to look to look cool. Just have some respect for that thing, because that is that's a decent, lovely guitar, and you are just swinging it around like it costs nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't buy it. Yeah, there's it's a fine line between like rock and roll and just cringiness because i think we've yeah. we've gone past the point where smashing stuff up is now rock and roll yeah, yeah. It, now it's just disrespectful yeah <laughs> yeah very much so <laughs> so i mean th- those are some uh some of the really interesting um really interesting things going on on your uh your channel that i've uh i've picked up on recently uh was there any any other things that you uh that you've you've done recently on the channel that you uh, that you want to give a little shout to? Oh, the thing that I'm doing at the moment that I've, I've not done properly before is I'm releasing a bit of music. So oh, I've, awesome. I've, I've been writing music for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say they're well produced, but I just thought just, just for the heck of it, I'll see if I can get it onto Spotify was the challenge. I always give myself weird little challenges. I thought, how do you get music on Spotify? And I found out just by chance that I think it's Warner have... Um, created this thing called Level, where anybody can go on, sign up for free, and they can, if it gets through the, the very, very vague filtering process they seem to have, um, they'll release it. So I've got three or four tracks up on Spot on Spotify, uh, Google Play, iTunes, and it's all done and it's done for free. So for me, that's a really kind of interesting next step in music i yeah. think where people are able to get onto these bigger forums because you used to you've always been able to do it but it always costs money or the subscriptions or there are there are lots of hoops to go through whereas now this seems to have leveled the playing field a bit where it's one of those last bastions where you've not been able to release properly yeah uh, and now it seems that you can so that's that's kind of my little my little thing at the minute is trying to get trying to get stuff out there and see if I can get more than three people to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> using, using YouTube as my kind of like push for that and yeah. going and at the end uh, the end of every video that hey I have a Patreon I have this I have that I have that and all these of logos appearing on the screen now <laughs> yeah it, it becomes a it becomes a sea of, of logos and places to click doesn't it after a while and I'm trying to do is all you're trying to do is, is make sure that at some point you're making just enough money to buy maybe a slightly better thing to review next time it's not even about yeah for me it's I, I, I reviewed games for years and years and years and i called it cost neutral because yeah if i got the games from the developers or i got money through the website from advertising to buy the games yeah so it didn't cost the wife anything yeah it didn't which was always good <laughs> but i wasn't making a profit either and that kind of i felt I felt okay about that because it was then it was part of the you know, experience it's, it's just it's enjoyable yeah i'm just doing it i'm doing it to get content out for people to look at so yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's it, it's the it's the um 
the goal, isn't it? It's the, the, the kind of the the, uh, the the thing that we all aspire to is that it's not costing us money to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and guitars are not the cheapest thing to, to look at. I mean, games were fine because yeah. you know, they'll send you a CD with a game on it or a DVD or whatever it was, and that's fine because that cost them 50 pence. You say to a company, hi, yeah, I've got 200 YouTube videos. Can I have a Fender, please? And they're like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not at all. No. Yeah. 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 Oh, they're pleasant about it, but it's like, no, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's, there's big YouTubers out there who would struggle to get companies like that to send them free stuff. So. Yeah. Thing is, though, my my view is you you make the contacts now. Yeah. So that you've got like I've I've got. Um, I now know who certain people are in certain companies. Yeah. And I can ask them a question. So I mean, one of the companies that um, I sort of vaguely dealt with was Chapman, and okay. they but they are really interesting because they're quite they're quite open. They're, they're, they're you know you, you send them a message and yeah. you actually get a response quite quickly rather than it just being kind of eight weeks later you get a generic yeah. sorry Thank not you interested. For, yeah. They were actually quite yeah I mean they're quite sort of yeah you know do a bit of this do a bit of that get in touch with us see see how things go and uh, that that was a really refreshing approach because a lot of people it's just no you're just tiny we've got too many people on our books already yeah without setting any goals as to this is what you need to do to be able to speak to us yeah that's uh that's a really cool uh cool kind of coaching that they're they're, they're giving you for it as well to kind of it helps you along to to attain those next next goals with your youtube and your your instagram channels yeah absolutely it just gives you that something to look to look towards yeah so i said it's, it's you know you, you start off with your, your donors you move up to as i've done the moon and then hope what, what comes next what's the next sort of one up from a moon maybe joy or something like that so yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of it's, it's that kind of steady progression of you you have to start you have to accept that you're never going to be day one i think this is something a lot of youtubers and, and people in, who are viewing don't understand day one you're not going to get gibson sending you guitars yeah that's you know you, you've got to show that you're willing to make some kind of time investment that you're going to be reliable that you're going to do what you say you're going to do yeah. and the number of times i, I dealt with people in the, in the games review industry who they just got free games they didn't review anything just got the games and then eventually yeah. they got blacklisted and wondered why because <laughs> like, you didn't do anything with it <laughs> you've got to it. actually don't take the piss do do what you say you're going to do be honest and kind of be trustworthy yeah it's like in in jobs as well if you if you do that in a like going into a job saying I'll, I'll do this that and that in your interview and then like a month in you haven't done any of that you'll find yourself <laughs> in the dole office before long absolutely yeah um, so uh, let's have a, a a wind back to kind of how the how the whole guitar thing started for you uh, you mentioned that you were playing guitar when you were at university but was that a uh, was it something that went went even before that? Yeah, um, so or oh, rewind twenty five years. So I was, oh, what was I sixteen, fifteen or sixteen when I started? What I was very not sporty, but I, I did sports. I was mm-hmm. a rower when I was when I was younger, and I was quite. I got quite ill. I had something. I don't. Know, you might have heard of it, ME. Yeah, uh, which basically meant that. I was completely knackered the entire time. I couldn't do sport. I could barely go to school. And I was quite depressed. And I was at a car boot sale with my mum, and I saw this little uh, little classical guitar, three-quarters-size three guitar, for six quid at a car boot sale. 
And I said to her, look, I, I really want to learn guitar. I used to play piano when I was younger. Can I, yeah. I'm going to grab that. And I started playing on that. And she said, look, if, you, if you're really interested in, in playing, if you can learn a song on that and show that you'll do it, I will go halves on an electric guitar with you. So I kind of I learned wild thing. Nice. <laughs> it was my first song, three three chords. Oh, was it G G C D or something? I think wild thing. And um, kind of you know, a, few, a couple of months later, taught myself this, started learning it. Went down to my mum one day and said, "Look, I've learned a song. Played it to her." And to her credit, next week we went to a local um, secondhand guitar shop and bought a. I'll never get this right. And it's not Charvel, it's Charvette, which was something that Jackson and Char- Jackson Charvel were doing. This is the Charvette. And it was a reverse dinky um, super strap. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful guitar. Oh, yeah. I got 200 quid and I got an amp with it. And mum um, paid 100. I had to pay 100 pounds off 10 pounds a week for the next few months. And that was where it started. So that I started playing because I was too old to do sport, really. Yeah. And just never put it down. I've 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 played... Up until up until I had my second daughter, I played pretty much, you know, a couple of hours every day. Yeah, and then kind of had to stop. We moved house and didn't have space for things, and guitars were not an important part of our decor at the time. <laughs> and yeah. We had sort of my eldest daughter and the youngest daughter, so I stopped for a couple of years, and then what, twelve months ago, eighteen months ago, I kind of dug it out and thought. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play, and that's kind Get of what brought on. me to, yeah. to, yeah, that's what brought me to the YouTube because I was, I was, I wanted to challenge myself with something. And I thought, well, I've not played for a couple of years. I'm not, I'm not a fast player. I wasn't bad when I was younger. I was pretty quick, but these days it's more, uh, more into the bluesy stuff. And I thought, well, challenge myself to improve. Yeah. What do I need to do to improve? And I thought, well, if people are looking at me, then I don't want to suck. So I thought I'll do YouTube. And that's why I post so much. It's yeah. kind of that thing of if I'm going to do it, I need to not be terrible. So it's, yeah, it gives yeah. me that incentive to practice a bit. So because uh, I never learned, I never really learned properly. I had a couple of lessons. I taught myself, played with friends. You know, yeah. a couple of us used to play guitar um, at my mate's house, and you know, every every couple of weekends we'll take or we'll drag our amps into his bedroom, three of us with guitars and a microphone, screaming into an old tape player. <laughs> <laughs> nice um so so it was great fun but you know i didn't really learn very much it was it was all it was all green day and, and nirvana and a bit of metallica and a bit of guns and roses and then uh, never really evolved pl- past that it's all so, a yeah, learning experience though it's all yeah. it all kind of adds to the the cooking pot of experience yeah. that is your your style yeah, I think my, my biggest, it's funny, my, uh, the biggest regret I have is not learning theory. Yeah. That sounds very odd. And I love, uh, there's a big there's a big argument in guitar of uh, if you learn theory, you're going to lose your soul and things like that. And I got to yeah. the point where I was, I was playing uh, a bit about 12 months ago and I, was, I sort of picked it up again. I was really getting back into it. Mm. I just thought, I'm playing the same stuff I played 20 years ago. <laughs> I've genuinely yeah. not evolved at all. You know, at yeah. university... I played it because it was cool and, you know, you played a bit of Oasis and everyone loved you at a party. Um, and you could play it drunk as well. But he started, started trying to understand why things yeah. sounded right. And I thought, I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah. It's like not knowing the alphabet and trying to write a book. It's, it's this really odd kind of combination of, yeah, oh, I'll just throw letters at a page and see what happens and not understand what happens if you put them together. <laughs> yeah. So 
you know, I've, I've been trying to force force theory into an aging brain, which is quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always found that there was a, a, a kind of barrier for guitarists uh, with theory because there was lots of notes on manuscript written on paper explaining all the theoretical processes. You know, like, that don't mean... It don't mean fuck all to me, mate, because I, I, I can play you a G chord, but couldn't tell you what it looks like on, on, a, on a sheet of paper. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I did I did that myself. I, I kind of forced myself to learn theory. Um, and it's it's taken me down uh, a kind of logical path with my guitar playing. Um, I'd like to say it's made me a better player, but it's made me a different player. I know, I know that's, that's, uh, that's definitely for a fact. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's that argument. You can't, <laughs> there's, there's no real right or wrong answer to it, is there? Um, no, I think, uh, you know, the guy, I'm, I can't remember which one it is. It might be music is win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it might be Ross, Ross Campbell, but the, one of them was saying, you know, it's, it, it's your vocabulary. And yeah. you don't need to use every you don't need to use every word, but yeah. knowing all of them means that if you do need to use them, you can do. And I think it's like understanding simple things, like understanding where the where the relative minor and majors are on the fretboard when you're playing, and what what makes them different. So for me, that was the the, the revolutionary moment of playing some BB King stuff and realizing that he was playing in major over a minor progression. Yeah, yeah. And then would seamlessly go into the minors. And that was because he had this one tiny little box that he used for almost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just knew where to put it and how to phrase it. Yeah. And for me, that was this massive eye-opening moment of, I'd always done it, but didn't understand why it worked. Yeah. And then um, I was watching a video yesterday with, um, oh, God, what is it? Um oh, anyway, we'll come to me in a minute. But he was, um, it's one of these sort of break out of your own box type videos. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was playing playing this guy who was showing him that you could play over an E over an E minor blues progression. You could play an E minor mm. solo. You could also play it in B and you could also play it in F sharp and it progressively got further away from the root note. and yeah. got more and more jazzy, but each one of them works and you could always resolve it back to that root note, but you had to know. And it works because all of the same notes were in it, except that you had one that was a sharp and then one that was a step down. And it was just really fascinating watching this guy who's a really good guitarist just go, yeah. the, the sort of, his eyes lighting up as he just unlocked yeah. this kind of whole new set of notes he could use over a solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was, I just, I, just, I lo- that I find really fascinating, that kind of moment where you go, yeah, okay, I get that and I can see how that really works. Yeah. Rather than 10 years ago when somebody handed me a book that said, here's how you do modes. Yeah. You like, has what now? Yeah. Iolian, Phrygian, and oh no, God, no, hang on, why? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I absolutely live for that shit, so... Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and I need to talk more. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about that shit. I'd, I'm, I'd happily bore you to death with all manner of modes and... Uh, yeah some theoretical nerdiness um but that is not for this cast we're not going to go (laughs) going down that rabbit hole that's a whole other podcast indeed (laughs) indeed yeah i might do like a theory-based podcast which will get the the least viewing figures that we ever had (laughs) well you'll get like people listening for the first five minutes and going fuck this um but yeah i think it's about time we uh we 
swing it onto our, our big reason to be here, which is our collaboration competition. Um, yes. So, so what's it all about? What's what's happening with that? Because uh, you've you've very much been spearheading this one. I've, uh, I've we've been bouncing <laughs> ideas back and forth, but you you are definitely the the, uh, the the kind of the motivation behind this one. So, let us know what it's about. Okay, so basic enough. Quite a, quite a popular topic on on kind of competitions around guitar is we want to hear your solos yeah the idea is we've 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 made a little backing track which is uh exactly a minute long so it's instagram friendly yeah and we want to hear what you can do over it it's basically dad rock type backing track um and yeah. the idea is we want to hear your solos but we want to hear interesting pedals with your solos yeah so the, the concept is it's a dad solo bit of rock and roll but Somewhere in that solo, there needs to be an interesting pedal, one that's got a story behind it, one that's your favourite pedal for some reason, mm-hmm. one that you borrowed off borrowed off your mate just for the just for the uh, the occasion. Um, and as these things go, best best solo in our eyes, totally totally subjective, um, will uh, win something. That something is yet to be defined, but it will be guitar related and probably pedals. <laughs> yeah. So. Um we have we've kind of batted uh, back and forth ideas about what we're gonna what we're gonna give and it's pretty much uh, there's gonna be there's gonna be a pedal giveaway if not multiple pedal giveaways um, but swinging back to the um, the the kind of criteria in which we're going to judge as well we we had a, a little bit of an in-depth chat about um, about that and how it's not like the the fastest solo that's going to win or it's not the most technically proficient solo that's going to win it's going to be um the most interesting uh solo in terms of how you how you are going to utilize that really um awesome effect how you're going to utilize uh, your your sound essentially um yeah and it's it's about kind of hearing you guys play as well so it's definitely not a a wank fest where million <laughs> million notes a second's gonna gonna take the top spot hey if they use your miku pedal it might do <laughs> there you go there's your there's your little bit of insider info so <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's about because there's there's loads of these competitions the riff competitions and fasted solos and i'm not yeah. a speed player i'm not interested in speed players if you can do it great i, I you know more power to you i can't do it because i don't have the discipline to learn it yeah but it's it's musicality it's interesting it's how you use the pedal so if you're just going to stick a wire pedal on it and waggle that away whilst you uh, as you say wank over the guitar you're probably not going to win this one yeah if you play a really interesting backwards solo using all kinds of echoes delays and phases and it sounds musical interesting you might get, you know, it, it might pique our attention a little bit. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, if if it just comes down to you've got a beautiful overdrive pedal that you stack into an amazing Fender front end, and you play something that just sings to us, brilliant. Yeah. You know, that's that's what we're looking for. It's, it's how you're using those effects. And you say it's it's expressing yourself. So if you're not a technically proficient player 
then still, yeah. there's still a place for you to enter if you can do something that is interesting and melodic and musical yeah. and has something fun happening. Yeah, you know, work to your strengths. It's available to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be yeah. available to everyone because you know, I'm not a technically proficient guitarist. You've heard me play. I think everyone's heard me play now. So, yeah. you know, I, we, we all play what we can play. And it's an idea. The idea is showcase yourself and something interesting and tell us what the interesting pedal is and why it's interesting. You know, is yeah. it something you inherited from somebody? Is it a guitar pedal you've built yourself? There's one for Joe. Um, <laughs> or Simon, actually. Yeah, by all means, <laughs> you know, is, guys. Is it you something can... that you, you've... Yeah, they they can they can yeah, enter yeah, this. Absolutely, get get involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I finally convinced Simon to make me that octo fuzz. Um, you know, it, it's it's just because we want to hear interesting things. We, we both like interesting pedals. I mean, some of the stuff that we've both been doing with the more bespoke pedals. Yeah. Um, there's some great stuff out there that isn't expensive. So you know, have, use it as an opportunity to go and look for something fun on, on eBay because you know you can find down the bottom end of eBay on the twenty, thirty pound marks, you can find some really fascinating pedals. Yeah. As a, as a as a slight disclaimer to that, we will not be taking responsibility for for uh, jilted other halves who are saying no. The podcast told <laughs> us to do it. <laughs> Hey, you might win more pedals you can eBay afterwards, but you know. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and as a kind of bonus to this competition, um, we're gonna we're gonna run a little um, a little kind of recruitment drive for for our channels. So if my uh, if my YouTube channel um, reaches one hundred subscribers by the time that this competition ends then I will throw another pedal into the mix where we potentially get multiple winners. Uh, and yourself, you were, your next one is the uh, 300 mark, is it, for the for the YouTube? Yeah, that's our, my next sort of aim for, for YouTube is 300 subscribers. So if I can get 300 subscribers, I will throw a pedal of some description into the mix. As you say, it means that we can either have multiple winners or we end up with somebody who gets a pretty reasonable <laughs> yeah. load of pedal. Because I mean, we've, we've both got stuff that we've reviewed and things that we've got lying around and things that, um, you know, I might, I might do a bit of a bit of a whip around and, and see who I can push for stuff as well. So we'll see, we'll see what we can get in there. And what we'll do is we'll drip feed some of the prizes as we get them. And as we sort of work out what we're going to do with it, we'll drip feed them over our Instagrams. Yeah. Um, just so you guys can see what's, what you're winning it's gonna be worth it's gonna be worth your while spending one minute of your time recording a solo that's it <laughs> but as as i have found out this one minute of uh, of guitar solo does not just take one minute i've given it another, <laughs> a, a couple of goes myself and i will be getting a uh, a kind of an example solo up on my youtube or on my instagram eventually when <laughs> when i can find a solo that i'm happy with uh, I'll do the same as well. I know what you mean. I've, I, <laughs> I thought it was a nice, easy chord progression, but trying to break out of generic blues is really difficult with it. Yeah, so yeah. It's the other interesting thing is that it's it's not a difficult bit of music. So doing something interesting with it might be yeah. you might need to add an extra bit of you know if, you, if you're if you're clever with your recording you might want to add a bit of something extra on top of it to give it some more flavour. You know, if you play saxophone, throw it in there. <laughs> yes. What's the guitar we're looking for? But yeah, yeah, this, yeah. So th those are your kind of rules for it. Um, the competition will 
start when this is out which will probably be uh, the first so this will probably be released on the first of november um and it will run which for- is in about two hours time indeed <laughs> yep i mean so you were uh, you given a little bit of an insight of to how uh, how quickly we're getting this one turned around um we don't usually use <laughs> leave it this late but you know life life is sometimes sometimes been tough to nail down recently (laughs) yeah Uh, exactly the same for me i mean i've been busy as balls um so yeah trying to it's like waiting for the planets to align isn't it so um first of november is we'll put put the official we'll put the official rules down on how you're going to end so what you got to do actually on the uh, the text around your podcast we'll put it onto instagram as well rather than trying to get people to do it and remember it from what we say here yeah yeah i mean we'll we'll be we'll be um advertising it somewhat on our uh, on our instagram and youtubes anyway so um we'll, oh, we'll yes. get that we'll make it abundantly clear how you how you enter um so yeah it will it will run from the moment that the, the podcast comes out um up until i think the uh 1st of december i think that's when we're going to yep. close um close the competition and then we're going to do a follow-up interview kind of um collaboration again where we uh, discuss some of the um some of the entries and choose our winner yep Oh, all winners. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that. Looking um, forward to hearing what you guys are going to do for us. Yep. Uh, yeah, me too as well. I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to listening to some of these uh, these interesting and awesome melodic solos. If if it does get a little bit, <laughs> if it does get a little bit wanky, so so be it. But just if if Ingve is entering this competition, he probably ain't going. Um, no, not unless using a decent whammy pedal or something just to throw some flavour in there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so for the Tom Morello, fre- if you're listening, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean he's he's got a chance. Um, he probably doesn't need <laughs> he probably doesn't need one of our pedals. Though. Who knows? You mean he doesn't want a Donner Octave? <laughs> mm. Ooh, spoilers. Um, <gasps> so. Um, I would also uh, like to extend to our Fret Talk listeners that this is going to be... Uh, so the, these two podcasts are going to be the end of the season, season two of the interviews um, of this season of interview series. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of a hiatus and come back um, with the the, new, the newest season of the interviews, season three. Um, sometime in the new year then after that so I'm going to I'm going to have the Christmas break off um, for the interviews so that's it kind of works as a kind of uh, a punctuation to the the interview series as well um, and what a way to end it off as well um, I've with, never been called punctuation before but I'll take it <laughs> there we go um, so uh, the standard uh, standard things apply if you want to catch me you go onto YouTube, um, you type in Budget Pedal Chap, you go Facebook.com slash Budget Pedal Chap, you go Instagram.com slash Budget Pedal Chap. Um, Mr. Andrew, do you want to tell people where they find you? Uh, easiest way to find me, because my name's a pain in the ass to spell, is just hit Instagram and go to Instagram.com forward slash Dave Rage, and you'll find everything you need to know from there, because 
sadly, I need to change my name to something easier to spell on, on YouTube at some point. <laughs> Unless you can spell Andrzej Marczewski, you know. There you go. If you just happen to know that off the top of your head, look for Andrzej Marczewski and I'm around somewhere. That's it. <laughs> um, YouTube links, uh, do you have those on your Instagram linking to you, back to your YouTube? Or is... Yeah, the, my Instagram bio link always links back to my last review, so... Okay, fantastic. So yeah, that's that's an easy way to get onto the the, the YouTube as well. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out and keep your eyes and ears peeled because the competition will be um, will be landing very very shortly. Um, so yeah, we look forward yes, to indeed. to hearing some of those. Um, so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap, from Anjay from Dave Rage uh, Instagram channel, um, it will be a goodbye and a good night for this week. Goodbye. Happy bye. <laughs> This is where the the, uh, the, the outro music comes in.